Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming with to you with sharing the Word of God. And today we're going to be coming to you with the preached gospel. And we're going to be coming from the book of, of Mark, chapter 1. And we're going to read um, verse number 15 out of Mark, the first chapter, verse 15. And it reads like this, and saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. I am a person who has gone to church just about all of my life. My parents took me and my siblings to church, and they wanted us to get the word of God into us at a very early age. My mom and my dad both worked in the church. My mom was, um, she was on the hospitality committee and she would cook food in the church for people to eat when you would have, um, special occasions where they served dinner. She also sang in the choir and she was a deaconess. My dad was a deacon in the church. And so he helped to d deal with the, the governance in the church, you know, as it was performed by the deacon board in the Baptist church. So all we have ever known is church. And so our parents raised us a certain sort of way. And so what they instilled in us carried on to adulthood. Some have said, well, why is it that you being a female, you want to preach the gospel? And that calling came upon me as a child that I wanted to preach the gospel. And so that's just been something that I do. It won't leave me. So no matter whether times are good or whether times are bad, whether people listen to me or people say God didn't call a woman to preach, all I know is that I want to preach the gospel and I feel that the Lord has called me to do so. And so that's what I do. And probably till the day I die, that's what I'll do. I will preach the gospel of God because he called me to do such and I want to fulfill that and fulfill and do as much good in the earth as I can do. But this is the thing when we get to this point of scripture, Jesus is speaking and Jesus is speaking two words in he's speaking. There are two words that stand out in Mark, the 15th Mark, chapter one, verse 15, that stand out. And it says, repent ye. That means, in other words, repent you. That means you need to repent. And the one thing that I find with all that at one point, all of us had a issue with repentance because the thing about it is, is that we were all born in sin. And if we want to um, see, be saved, then we have to repent from our sins. That means to turn from the wicked ways, turn from our ways of doing things, and then go to the ways of doing it the way that God wants us to do it. But man has always been given the opportunity that he can choose to serve God or he can choose not to serve God. But it is not God's will that any should die. God wants every man to repent. God wants every man to come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. God wants every man to be saved and to be born again. But that's a free will choice that you have. And so it's up to us as Christians it's up to us as preachers and 
for us to spread the word of God so that men will want to see that there is a better way of life, that you don't have to stay in the way that you are. Some people enjoy enjoy life as is, but there is a better way. We look, and I have never been so perplexed in all of my life to see so many things happen in 2020. If you say anything about what's happening, then people think that you are trying to politicize a matter. If you say something about Trump, Republicans get mad at you. If you say something about Biden, uh if you say something bad about Biden, Democrats get mad at you. If you say anything about it within this government, somebody's going to be upset. If you go on social media, people will befriend you for a little while. And then if you say something that make them mad, they'll unfriend you. And you'll look and you got followers. Then the next time you look, you don't have followers. So it's like the heck if you do and the heck if you don't. But the thing about a person who has been born again, the thing about a preacher of the gospel, no matter what happens, no matter who it is, whether it's a president, where it's a government official, where it's a person in the pew, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel, the good news of God is the same no matter who it goes to. And so that's the one thing that as a preacher of the gospel, you cannot be bought, you cannot be bought, you cannot be bought. So you're supposed to preach the gospel the same in the pews, the same to people in the White House, the same to big preachers who have big ministries even if they consider you a nobody you preach what thus saith the lord and that's what we're here to do and that's when god is saying jesus is saying repent ye repent jesus came on the scene and he was ready to preach the gospel of the kingdom of god because he had come from heaven and when he came he came preaching the gospel with power he came preaching the gospel with authority and people was, were wondering, is this not just the carpenter's son? Is this, is this, uh, he's just a regular old person. How does he know so much? He, Jesus knew so much because he was born of a virgin. He was the son of the most high God. Mary had never been touched. And so Jesus was, Jesus was born, born of a virgin and Jesus was born of God, the son of God. He said, I speak that which I hear my father speak. He said, I do that which I see my father do. And he had the mind of God in him that he was going to present the kingdom of God the way that his father wanted him to present the kingdom of God. But the thing about it is, is when the kingdom of God was being presented by Jesus, he was coming up against resistance. And so at this point in time, he was new on the scene, but as he would present the kingdom of God, he would still have religious leaders who did not want to be moved out of their position, who did not want to be looked down upon, who still wanted to be applauded. And, and don't get it twisted that everybody is evil or everybody wants the applause to themselves because there are some good people out here. There's God got some good preachers out here nowadays in time who want to give all the glory to God and they don't want the glory by themselves. They want the glory 
to go to God. But sometimes we can get caught up in the things of God and get the applause and then the accolades from men saying you did a good job at this or you did a very good job at that. And then we want a pat on our back. But no, that's not the way it's supposed to be. All of the glory belongs to God. We preach the gospel because God called us to preach the gospel because he wants men and women to be saved and the glory belongs to God. It does not belong to man and all the positions that are ordained of God, no matter whether you are in authority or not, all the positions are all the authorities are ordained by God. And so I speak to I speak to Democrats and I speak to Republicans in this democracy of the United States of America. This country is supposed to be founded on God. And what you do is you're supposed to be serving the people as you serve your God. And when you deny and you deny to take care of people as God would have you to take care of people, you are failing God and you are failing in your duties. You don't have to agree with me, but this is what I say. The American people have been suffering. And what are you doing? You're fighting up there in Washington. You're fighting over this should be done and that should be done. The American people are hungry. The American people are suffering. Fix the stuff and give give money to the people to help the people. Do your job. You want people to vote for you, but you don't want to take care of the people that are down upon you. The people that you are supposed to be governing over. You don't want to take care of them. I speak to evangelists. I speak to evangelicals out here. You preach the gospel and you say that you're supposed to pray for your president, but when it comes to somebody that you don't like, yes, God answered prayer. God answered prayer. He said yes to some. He said no to others. But even if you don't like what God said, we're supposed to be praying for the president. If Trump was elected again, we're supposed to be praying for Trump. And so if Biden is elected, we're supposed to be praying for Biden. We should not be dividing the church. How in the world are we going to get people to repent when we up here divided in the church ourselves? Judgment is going to begin at the house of God. We got to get ourselves corrected in the word of God before we can change anything else. Jesus came on the scene. John the Baptist had been preaching about Jesus and he had been one who was crying out in the wilderness in Mark chapter two, Mark chapter one. In verse number three, he says the voice he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John the Baptist did baptize in the wilderness and he preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. What are we preaching to the people now? We preach by how we live. When we stand up and we live before people, whether they are saved or not, we are preaching the Christian doctrine. We are preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. We are preaching by our behavior, by how we show love to others, by how we forgive other people, by how we feed other people when they are hungry, by how we clothe other people when they are naked, by how we show show strangers love and we show them warmth. But if we fail to do our duties, if we fail to show that love of Jesus Christ, how are we going to win a world to God? How are we going to win them to God and tell them, be like me? They don't want to be like us when we're evil. 
They don't want to be like us when we lie. They don't want to be like us when we when we sin and do everything and we change our minds at the drop of a dime. They don't want to be like us, like us, the church, when we don't take care of their needs. Politicians, they don't want to be like us. Preachers, they don't want to be like us when we don't do the word of God. We say one thing and we do another. But Jesus didn't do that. Jesus came in here and Jesus preached the word of God as he got it down from heaven. Jesus spoke the way that God told him to speak. What are we doing? What are we living before the people? We are the church. Those of us who are Christians, we are the church. We are the ones who are supposed to be spreading the good news of God. We are the ones who are supposed to be preaching this word of God in season and out of season. We are the ones who are supposed to be teaching it with authority. We are the ones who are supposed to be spreading this good news of the gospel with power power. But how can God trust us with his power if he can't even trust us with his word? How can God trust us to do things for him when we won't even stand right in our homes, when we won't even walk in integrity and in character, when we won't even walk in walk in ethics? How can we do things for God when even we won't even stay consistent to what the word of God says? But John the Baptist, he was preaching this gospel and people were coming out in the wilderness to see him. The Bible declares that John the Baptist in verse number six in chapter one of Mark, it said that John was clothed with camel hair and with a girl's skin about his loins. And he did eat locusts and wild honey. And he preached saying, there cometh one mightier than I after me, the latches of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. So John the Baptist realized who he was. He realized that he was a messenger and he was a forerunner of God. He realized he was the forerunner that God had sent here to preach the gospel, to tell them about Jesus, that they needed to repent and they needed to repent and turn and, and, and have that baptism of repentance. I said that he knew who he was. He knew that he was not Jesus. He knew that he was sent here just to be a messenger. So do you know what you're sent here to do? In every calling that we have on the face of the earth, whether it's a judge, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a lawyer, everybody's not going to preach the gospel, but everybody has the opportunity to hear the gospel preached to them. And everybody has the opportunity to serve in whatever role that you're serving in. But whenever you're called, to whatever position that you're called to. Can you live out your Christian faith by your behavior in the face of others, by your behavior when you're in the home when nobody's looking, by your behavior when you have the chance to sin, but you choose not to sin because you choose to stand by the word of God. So whatever you're called to do, God has baptized you for that. God has anointed you for that. Can you stand and can you live out who you are and know what your responsibility is and who you are called to be? John the Baptist knew that he was sent to preach that gospel before Jesus came to the earth. He knew that he was sent to preach that gospel before Jesus would be exposed to the earth, who before Jesus would be introduced to the earth. So he knew what he was supposed to do. And he said, I indeed have baptized you with water, but 
He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. So those of us who know God and who call ourselves redeemed, we're supposed to have the Holy Ghost, which was given to him in the book of Acts. It was like a mighty rushing wind. But when you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, that Holy Ghost power will come on the inside of you. And that Holy Ghost power is God living on the inside of you. So that when we speak a word, it is as though God is speaking because that Holy Ghost power is speaking out of us. Uh, when we witness, we're supposed to witness out of the Holy Spirit. When we tell people what thus saith the Lord, the power of the Holy Ghost comes and we're supposed to have signs and wonders and be able to have signs and wonders to be able to cast out demons. But what are we doing? We're fighting about who's going to be the president of the United States and, and even preachers are causing division in the church we're supposed to be trying to unify our nation but what are we doing as preachers and evangelicals we are destroying our nation because we're causing greater division we're supposed to be trying to bring about love so we need to get back to what we're supposed to do bring about love and unity to our nation if president trump was our president and he was elected again. The preachers need to be declaring. You need to pray for our president. If he's, if, if Biden is elected as the, uh, uh, president elect, we need to be saying pray for President Biden. We need to watch what we do as preachers. We need, if we're going to preach one thing at one season, we need to be preaching that thing at another season unless God has told us something different. We don't need to be giving people our opinions. We need to be giving people the word of God. We need to be concerned consistent in what we're doing because our nation is greatly divided. We got people hating each other because of skin color. We got people saying defund the police who protect us and all the things seem to be messed up. We need to be in one accord. The police are needed. The police do a good job. Preachers, we need to begin to tell them that the preachers, that the police do a good job and they do. But there are always people who, who need to do better. There's always times when things need need to be improved. We all need to improve. We all have sinned. We all have come short of the glory of God. So you can't say that the police need to do better and then you not say you need to do better. We all need to do better. We all need to do better and we need to bring about unity in our nation. We need to try to bring about unity in our nation. People don't need to just be walking up killing people because of skin color. That is wrong and we need to preach against Politicians ought not to be praising people who kill people. That is wrong. And we need to do better. We need to do better. We all need to repent and we need to do better. Jesus said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. We all need to do better. So here it was that John the Baptist, he was preaching about that the Holy Ghost would come upon us. The Holy Ghost would come upon us. And we see in the book of Acts that the Holy Ghost did come upon us. And the Bible says that it came to pass in the days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee. I'm in Mark chapter one at verse nine, that Jesus came, uh, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan and straightway coming up out of the river. He saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. 
And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So God identified Jesus that he was the one that he sent down to save us all from our sins. He was the one who was the son of God. God decreed it and God declared it. And immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And when Jesus went into the wilderness, he went alone to be with God. So Jesus would come out. He would be ministered to by the angels. He would be there for 40 days and 40 nights and he would be tempted. He would be tempted by the devil, but he came out victorious. We have an advocate in Jesus Christ who comes out victorious over the enemy. And Jesus expects the same thing from us that when we are born again and have Christ in us, that hope of glory, we need to be coming out victorious. You cannot tell me that if you are are a Christian and you are born again that God's Holy Spirit is not speaking to you. You cannot tell me that when you are a leader and God's Holy Spirit is speaking to you that he's not telling you when you are wrong. I don't care who you are. You know that the Holy Ghost will speak to you even if you are not saved. But God's Spirit still speaks to you because he's sending the rain on the just and the unjust. God is watching over you. You will have some Something even in you that when you're not even born again, that kind of tells you that something is not right. God is trying to lead you. God is trying to watch over you. God will speak to you. You hear it. You call it morality, but the power of God is keeping you even though you're not saved. But when you are born again and you have the Holy Ghost inside of you, there is no shadow of a doubt that the Holy Ghost speaks to you and the Holy Ghost is telling you, you know, you ought not to do a certain thing. Evangelicals, you know, you ought not to say a certain thing. I, I, I look at some things that I have seen on the internet and I'm not anybody famous. I'm not anybody famous. And people will say there's a song that says I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody about anybody who that about somebody who can save anybody. And so it may be looked at that. Who is this woman over here preaching this? Who is she to tell me such and such? I am just, just like John the Baptist. I'm just one crying in the wilderness. And God, and you say that God is not pleased with the election. I say God is not pleased with us and how we acted in our behavior. We call ourselves the church and God is not pleased with how we've been acting. God needs us to stand up. We need to go and we need to get another. We are refreshing in God. We need to get a refreshing in God so that we will stand in unity as the church and we will try to bring people together. We need to repent. He needs to say to us repent ye repent ye repent ye he's talking to everybody repent ye all of us got some changing that we need to do did uh, did president trump do a good job on some things some things he did not some things he may have done good things on he did do some good things but all of us got stuff we got to do better biden will go in he'll do some good things and some things he will not so all of us got to repent and we got to pray one for another we got to pray one for another we got to repent and we got to receive this gospel as Jesus said he says repent 
The time is fulfilled. Time is winding up. Twenty Over 200,000 something people have died with COVID-19. And I'm not blaming anybody for this. But I'm saying that two over 200,000 people have died. Some of those people were saved and some of those people were not. We got to get about our job because we got so many people left. The time is winding up. And if Jesus were to come again to redeem us, if the world were to end, what's going to happen? What are we going to be doing? Fighting down here because we the church and we upset about an election? What are we going to be doing if he were to come? Hating somebody because they're black? Are we going to be hating somebody because they're white? What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be feeding the hungry? Or are we going to just be letting them be hungry because that's their problem and it's not mine? What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be taking care of our brothers and sisters? Are we just going to be letting people just go on and and suffer on their own because that's their problem. That's not mine. What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be standing up in our pulpits preaching hatred? Are we going to be trying to preach love? What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be tweeting evil? Are we going to be tweeting good? What are we going to be doing on Facebook? Degrading people and bringing them down or trying to lift people up? What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be out shopping for ourselves and forgetting about those who have lack? What are we going to be doing? Are we going to be partying or what are we going to be doing? What is God? God expects better from us. God expects better from us. Amen. God expects better from us. So this is not a rant, but this is a plea. This is a plea for us to change and for us to repent. This is a plea for us to change and for us to repent. Jesus said, The time is fulfilled. His time had come here on earth. What more is lacking before Jesus returns? Is the time fulfilled for us? What are we supposed to be doing? The kingdom of God is at hand. The time of Jesus coming back is at hand. What are we going to be doing? Are we still going to be doing the same thing? Are we still going to be playing partisan politics? Are we going to get to the part where we are human beings and we care about people? It's not about power. It's not about prestige. It's about people. It's about people. It's about people. And God expects us to take care of people. He said, repent ye and believe the gospel. Jesus was here. God had declared who he was. And he's expecting us to preach the gospel. He's expecting us to to live the gospel. He's expecting us to show love. He's expecting us to do his will. He's expecting us to die to our flesh. He's expecting us to walk in our authority. He's expecting us to do what he called us here to do on the earth. It's not about what we've been doing here of late. Some of us have tried to get people to change. Some of us have not. Some of us have been mad about the election. Some of us have not. But it's time for us to unify and it's time for us to come together. Repent ye for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. That's all I have to say on this matter. This sounds like an angry preach, but it's not an angry, not an angry preach at all. But it's just a preaching of the gospel trying to get people to come together. My love goes to everybody. 
My love goes to my evangelical brothers and sisters. My love goes to preachers who are famous. And my love goes to preachers that you don't even know. It goes to Christians who are famous and those that you don't even know. And it goes to those out there who don't even know Christ yet. Because our love goes to people that we don't even know whether they're redeemed or unredeemed. The main thing is this. Our world is having issues right now all over the world with COVID-19. Life is short. So the fighting that we're doing in the church, the fighting that we're doing in the world, whether we're saved or unsaved, we need to see people as people. Because it's like this. You never know when you're going to need somebody. You never know when the Lord is going to return. You never know who will save your life in the future or that of your kindred. It might just be a white man that you hate right now. And it might just be a black man that you hate right now. But if you can strip off, strip off the outer skin color and all the characteristics that make up the nationalities, the physical characteristics, you're going to find a human body there that's made up of muscles and bones and blood and internal organs and everything that it takes to comprise the body. It's only that outer shell that makes us look different. And those things going to fade away one day and it won't even matter. So the question is, what are we going to do? Are we going to repent and turn to God and do it God's way? We see how our way is getting us. It's getting us more angry and it's getting us to the point where we hate each other. And that's not the way. Jesus is the way. He's the open door. And God wants us to turn from our wicked ways. So will you accept the way that God wants to do things? Will you accept that, yes, you played a part in this and you've been wrong in some things? We've all been wrong. But it's time for us to repent. It's time for us to repent. It is just time for us to repent. Well, this has been the preached gospel. And this word is going to come out earlier. It's for Sunday, but it's going to actually come out today because I feel that it needs to be released. And so I pray as I get ready to close, God, I pray that you will touch our nation. You will touch everybody who listen. And God, this may have sounded like a rant because part of it might. I might have been a little upset, but there's things that are upset that are happening in our world. But, you know, God, the one thing that you did when they were selling in the house of God, you went in and turned over tables when you saw that things were wrong in the house of God. You said my house should be a house of prayer and the church needs to be a place where people can find solace, where people can find unity. Oh, God. So, Lord, we pray for the church as a whole. We pray for every leader, every preacher, every pastor, every prophet, every bishop. God, we pray for our evangelists. We pray for Christians. Oh, God, because, Lord, you are looking to us, oh, God, to be light in this world and not darkness. Father God, we ask you for forgiveness for everybody. Lord, I ask you for forgiveness for all 
sins of everybody, O oh God. Forgive us, O oh God. Those who are on Facebook, O oh God. I'm talking about the church, God. Facebook and Twitter, podcasts and YouTube. In our churches, God, on our jobs. Lord, those things that we as the church have done that have been contrary to your word. I ask you for forgiveness, O oh God, for us, O oh God. Father God, I ask you for forgiveness for the people, God, who don't even know you, O oh God. Help them to find you, O oh God. Right now, God, I ask you, Lord, to forgive all of us, Lord, who didn't pray for President Trump while he was in office. O oh God, I ask you forgiveness for us who have been talking bad about President-elect Biden. O oh God, I pray, O oh God, that for every congressman, O oh God, that has been playing partisan politics, God, that you forgive them, O oh God, O oh Lord. Forgive them, O oh God, right now, God, and fix everything, O oh God, in us, O oh God, no matter who we are. Fix us, O oh God. Lord, this is our prayer for unity for oh, America, O oh God. Unity for America, the United States of America. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray this prayer, O oh God. And I pray, Lord, for my ministry, O oh God, that you will bless it and you will help it to help people. This I pray in the Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie. I am signing off now with sharing the word of God. I pray that your heart has been touched. And that you will support my ministry with your prayers and with listening to my podcast and with sharing my podcast. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. And um, just type my name in Valerie Laurie Podcast and I should come up on one of the podcast uh, uh, systems. So until we meet again, be blessed. I love you. And I hope to share some things that we will be doing in ministry with the community. So you be blessed and go to church somewhere if you can and listen to some of the the, the ministries that are on TV and that are on uh, YouTube because some good teachings out there is some teachings that can minister to your heart and to your soul that whatever your needs are, if you punch it in, God's got it out there for you until we can get back into the churches. And we just pray that things will be better in 2021 and that we we just going to have to trust in God. We got to get through 2020 and we pray that things will start better now too. We just got to get through it. And the only way we can make it is through God. So you be blessed until we meet again and look for my next podcast. Bye-bye.